Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, hello and welcome to the Betfair Edge, wherever you may be listening, right around the country. Uh, 0499736736 to join the conversation. Miles Fitzner with you. And the Baron from Betfair, easy everywhere, man. Uh, back, lay, trade, uh, you name it, he can do it, and he'll teach you how. I speak of Tommy Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Great to be with you. Yes, AFL is back. It's all happening. Huge weekend. Five Group 1s at Rose Hill on Saturday with the All-Star Mile in Victoria. Hot weather at uh, in Melbourne Saturday, so I'm not sure where the, when the races are being run yet, but um, yes. 37 degrees. And windy, so they're going to have to put a lot of water on the track. Is, is it what? It's a bit windy. Windy. <laughs> more than a zephyr. Uh, um, more yeah, than a zephyr. Hot and windy on Saturday at Mooney Valley. Hey, uh, we do it all thanks to Betfair. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Jam-packed show. AFL, which we're going to do a back and lay segment coming up. We've got a quick look at the valley. We're looking at Rose Hill. Uh, we've got our best bets Friday forecast. Um, you name it, uh, we have it. Uh, plenty coming up. But we've got to kick it away with this. We do all the time and we're going again. Labin, I've got a couple of things firmly in my sights, <laughs> uh, nice and early. Do you want to do you want to take the new ball? I'll take the the new ball easily. Now, first of all, Miles, racing New South Wales appeals panel. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Just decided to shorten J Max's uh, suspension. And if you want him to ride on Saturday with five group ones, just come out and say it. Don't need to change the rules. Don't need to change the theories. Make the algorithm, round it down from 4.9 meetings to four. It's not how it works. And then come out and say, this isn't a precedence. All the jockeys got to Twitter and social media during the week and laughed at the decision and had a bit of cheek. It was great to see Racing New South Wales appeals panel. Just tell us you want J-Mac riding on the big day. Obviously something's happened there. There's a few conversations and he's off. It's so do you um, just believe the fact that, that like they're still trying to run a business, right? Cam Luke made the point. Now I don't agree that there's rules for some and not for others, but it's sort of, it's, but a, there bit is. Like, it's a bit like hundred percent. There is no, 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 no. I'm, I'm let me finish my point is, <laughs> is, I agree about that, but I, what I'm saying is, is that's also the way the that's the way the world works, right? I mean, they're running a business, the same as the AFL have done it before with players in finals. That if you're in the oh, season, they've been the same point. Yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, does it surprise anyone? I mean, why is everyone getting up in arms about it? This has happened before. This has happened before. It has, but it's still a joke and. So should the never happen ever. No, but it's it's a bit ridiculous, I think. And the, the way that the New South Wales Appeals Panel came out and did it and actually shortened his suspension, then came out and said this isn't a precedence. It's a bit that's exactly what a precedence is. Nick Foote made the point on layback at Betfair on Thursday. That yeah, is what you, a precedence is. Yeah. Is <laughs> Well a precedent. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, anyway, it's it's ridiculous and I hope and we'll get to this when we talk about the car, but I hope the jockeys might put a bit of pressure on Animo in the, the feature race at Rose Hill and make him work a bit from the outside barrier. I look forward to dissecting the speed map there. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, look, in Melbourne, in studio, I've been here a day. 
Never got a parking ticket in my life. Don't tell me. Yep, got one. Out the front of the studio, bang, parking ticket, $92. At the city of Greater Melbourne, getting the absolute C. Well, how about you follow the rules and I pay d- for parking like I, everyone else You was? know what I did? <laughs> I did pay for parking. I went up to the machine. I scanned my phone. Oh, like, why would I go and park out the front here at SEN and not pay? I went up, scanned my phone, did the beep. Walked out. I, I, I actually checked the time. I got the parking ticket 10 minutes after I'd been to the machine and paid. So I don't know what's going on, but how does that happen? I don't well, even know what I'm supposed to do now because I've never had a parking ticket in my life. Well, you appeal. The if Main you, Street of Narracourt. If you pay for parking, it'll be a receipt. Appeal for that. The Main Street of Narracourt with your dog on the back. and Just need to get one of those apps, mate. The Easy Park or the Pay. Oh, yeah. It's a, Good after the fact. <laughs> Set me up my wind here. I've just had a $92 parking ticket. Well, you need to find a few winners in this show, and I've got plenty for you, so oh, that's you, okay. Oh, you've got plenty we'll for make me. That, we'll make that back. Okay. Don't worry about that. Um, the other day I was walking to the office and flicked over at the cafe to get a coffee. You know, I like my coffee, Miles. Herald Sun front page. Bailey Smith talks out about hitting rock bottom. Now, if Bailey Smith knows what rock bottom is, I'm not here. Hoi. <laughs> Come Hello. on, he's, he's a young, good-looking footballer that earns good money. With the world as his oyster. The world's his oyster is on billboards. He earns great money is, and he, he hasn't hit rock bottom. It does in service and injustice to those that are actually doing it tough, doesn't it? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Like, come on, Herald Sun, clickbait. That's ridiculous. Hitting rock bottom. Lucky they put bottom in there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, Come yeah, on. you do the crime, you do the time. Don't talk about hitting rock bottom. Now, we, we're by no means making any sort of that, um, um, assumptions in regards to mental health. But, gee whiz, I, I'm of always a belief there's someone out there doing it a lot worse than you. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So, it's a bit of a cop-out. Poor yep. bloke battling, feed four kids, probably lost a job. Um, single mums out there with two kids and... Can't find a job, can't find anywhere to live. I mean, that, that's what they're the people that we need to worry about. Yeah. Um, uh, Nuffies in football. They're back. Yeah, no, they're back. Uh, I saw a few of them post on social media with their Guernseys on, fully grown men with their Guernseys on and scarves on, our producer included. <laughs> um, no, but I was listening to Essie and Callback. Don't uh, put half our listenership. No, mate. but geez, I love how, I mean, the draw. How people can label this in like the supporters turning on one player. Now, if he'd only done this, you know, oh, then it. we would have won. I mean, Blake Aker's in the lab in. He's in the lab in. <laughs> oh, no. oh, you, you, can't, you can't. He just. Mate, there's, there's, there's about 15 or 20 decisions. Do you know what no one's talking about that they need to talk about? What about the point at half time that Richmond let go through? Carlton ran, kicked in the air, siren went as the ball was mid air. It bounced. It went through a pack of players and bounced and rolled through for a behind at half time. How is no one talking about this? That that's the point that's decided the game. Yeah, it's, it's uh, instances like that. But Blake Akers, come on, mate, take the mark. He slipped. Harry Mackay slipped. Yeah, so we're blaming Ed Sheeran now, are we? O'Brien took too many bounces. You don't blame one person. <laughs> yeah. You don't blame one person. <laughs> it's easy. It's I fun. Mean, Shy Bolton. I'm, you want to, you want to oh, talk about Labin? You want to that. talk about Labin? Sure. Commentators that just go nuts over Shy Bolton 
when really just I know he can jump to a big mark and a highlight, but just calm down a bit about influence and how good he is. He right? should have kicked that goal in the last quarter. He should have. Go back and slot it. Don't carry but they on. Didn't, and... But they didn't get on top of him. Like, he's, he's got to go back and that, slot that if, goal. That's in the lady. Mate, if that was anybody else, if that was anybody else, they pile in on him, right? But Shea Bolton is a bit, he's got Cyril-esque quality so that he's a commentator's oh, pet. I hated the love fest for He Cyril. could have eight touches and they'd, they'd say he was the greatest player on the ground. That's, that's Cyril, yep. All right. Uh, 100%. Got, uh, backboard quickly, Australian baseball. Huh? Australian baseball. They rolled the Czech Republic and they nearly rolled Cuba. Oh, that's big news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got a Betfair market here for us? <laughs> I'm not, not, not at hand. I didn't think we were going down the Australian baseball channel. Right. Um, backboard also, the draw. I'm backing the draw. I'm backing it. It's a result. Get back you get to two me. points. Get back to me. No, on that. get off the fence, Splinters. No, what, oh, me on the fence. Yes, I'm the king of not being on the fence. Get off the fence. You're I, backing or laying the draw, mate. I built the fence. <laughs> You're backing or laying the draw. Uh, right here, right now. But I'll, I'll, ba- I'll back it. I'll back it. It's a result. It's I, great. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of extra time, but if it's tied after that, then you can have the draw. Oh, that's rubbish. No, extra time, the theatre. Theatre. Okay. Uh, Overtime in the NBA is elite. Um, not it's, that I watch much NBA. So can I uh, – I've just got another lab in. Sorry. Yeah. We've, you've just led me to this. Oh, have I? Talking like about – Like a witness? Australian trying to talk and compare ourselves and emulate American sports. Now we've seen during the week, Dane. You know I'm not. I'm not one for this because well, I don't. Said that. I, I know, but, but I don't. I don't watch much of it, mate. Dangerfield and the AFLPA coming out and leading the charge for players to roll around and rock up to AFL games in whatever they want, wear ridiculous outfits, get paid to do so, like they do in the NBA. That's in the lab bin. That's surely a, a piss take, isn't it? Yeah. We don't want. Roll up in your club polo, your black slacks, and shine your shoes. And get out and play football. Yeah, you're getting... We don't need to emulate M- NBA and American sports all the time with everything we do. Remember they tried that in AFLX. It was one That's of the biggest I mean. embarrassments out. Alex Rance um, rocked up in that. On a skateboard with yeah. an oversized suit or whatever it was. Yeah. All right. Now, since we're on the topic of football, let's get straight into football. And we thought, what can we find to really get us up and going in and maybe describe probably more so you uh, rather than me. And we thought, we'll go with this sort of sweeper. I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. <laughs> We're going to exchange <laughs> ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. Join us on Saturday Arvos because we just love the footy. Uh, we love the footy, all right. And uh, Tommy's a unique individual. Uh, and he speaks with his heart. So, hey, let's get into... Uh, I'm feeling very zen. Uh, zen. You're hungry? You want to tell me to bring you <laughs> I'm hungry. Hey. Look forward to getting to the G soon, too. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about uh, me getting your ticket later. Hey, oh, um, what, what, are you, what have you... First for everything. What have you, <laughs> what have you got? I've got to ask you some back or lay questions because the footy's back. Oh, I can't wait for this. Me on the spot here. Yes. All right. Here we a- go. AFL not grand finals. Backing or laying? Backing. Backing night grand finals. Yep. Um, team in Tasmania, backing or laying? Laying. Ooh, really? Yep. Why? Because uh, I'm two reasons. One is I think the way they went about it, and two is the talent pool down there. The talent pool down there is not ready, and that's what I'm massive on. I think Tasmania deserve a team, but I think that I think what they're going to do because 
when it does come in, they're going to rush it, um, and then they'll battle forever. Uh, you need yeah, the you setup. don't need that. You, you need know, a good foundation. You need a setup and a good foundation. I think they rushed Gold Coast and the Giants a little bit, and that's why it took them longer, and I think they've learnt their lesson. But I think Tassie could have a team when the talent pool's right, um, but we're, we're still coming out of COVID with that, with sort of a diminished talent pool. Yeah, the financial side of it. Oh, and you need to, to have a right stadium. They need a stadium down there with a roof on it. I've spoken to people down in Tasmania as well, avid football fans, that they think there's an issue with the Launceston versus Hobart debate, and they're worried that if a team's based in Hobart, that Launceston wouldn't follow them as much and vice versa. So they build it in Bothwell halfway. That's that's interesting. So, yeah, right anyway. Um, what else did I have for you? Suspended players should be able to win the Brownlow. Backing or laying? Backing. I think suspensions... Um, the way the rules the rules have changed, and they've changed dramatically to like protect the head and protect the welfare of the player. Now, if you come in with no malicious intent, n- none whatsoever, uh, your arms can be up. You can have gone in with your hip. You've got you've already committed. Then you go to pull out. Your arms go up. You come in with your hip, and you just make contact with the top of someone's head. You're getting a weak. The rules have changed, which make it a lot easier to get suspended. They need to relax the Brownlow rules. I don't mind that, and that's a good way to articulate that. Um, last one, playing music in between goals. Laying. Yep. Uh, well, coming across from South Australia, they used to play that stupid crow squawk in the, the oh, kicker like goal and go, ah, ah. I was like, look over at oh, poor old Gladys, a 90-year-old crow member next to me thinking she'd carked it. Gladys loves it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, gl- I thought Gladys was choking on her hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's, ah, ah. I love running the arc. Don't worry um, about that. But um, they, uh, I, I mean, what a lot of the stadiums do these days is they play crowd noise in amongst it anyway, which no one really knows. So um, interesting. Any, I, um, I am laying, laying music that. in between goals. Laying that. That's a fair lay. I don't mind that. Um, can't wait for tonight. Geelong, Collingwood, mates, we're going. We are going. Courtesy of Coca Cola. Well, we head over of straight after this. Shout out to Tim Robertson and the team at Coca Cola for. Um, Inviting us along. You come um, on. Well, I'm, I should be prepping, but I feel like I can't jam any more into my brain in a short period of time. Because I've got... <laughs> You're calling. I've got D's Dogs Saturday night and then Frio St Kilda Sunday afternoon. Huge. Yeah. It's exciting, mate. Could you stand any more excited? Geelong $1.60. Collingwood $2.62. Um, Geelong what? $1.60. Yep. Happy to take that. I think it'll be way more competitive than what people think. I'm a Geelong supporter, and this will be a close. This will be a close game. Don't worry about that. I don't disagree with you. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to get the line up here, but I'll do that. Don't worry about that. Give us the other markets. All right, North Melbourne versus West Coast. North Melbourne two dollars. West Coast a dollar ninety nine. So I've tipped North Melbourne. Highlights the value here. Obviously, commission comes out of that, but two dollars versus dollar ninety nine. Head to head. That's as close a market as you're going to get. Yep. Um, Port Adelaide, Brisbane, Port a dollar ninety seven. Brisbane two dollars. Back. Back, back, Brisbane, back. Brisbane, $2. Bris- I think Brisbane, Brisbane are value there. 100% and they continuously roll Port Adelaide in round one. Melbourne, Western Bulldogs. Melbourne, $1.78. Bulldogs, $2.28. That'll be way closer than everyone thinks, too. Geelong, uh, Geelong. Gold Coast, Sydney. Gold Coast, $2.36. Sydney, $1.72. That market's right. Sydney should win. That's my lock. I think that's about the right price. Geez, a tough round. How's the teams at $2.98, seventy six, $1.74, GWS versus Adelaide, $2.30. GWS for me um, at their stadium. New the coach, first game. Talk around the Crows is what? Very positive. New coach. GWS? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was, I was and we saw what Collingwood did under a new coach last season. I thought you were so, talking about Gold Coast for a second. Um, GWS. Hawthorne, $2.48. Essendon, $1.66. Be way close, game. way close than what people think. And a few back-to-lay strategies by the sound of this. And then St Kilda, uh, Fremantle. Who wins St Kilda, oh. two ninety two Fremantle, $1.51. Probably the toughest game of the round. You Very know what? Game. I, I'm, I've already tipped Fremantle, but, geez, I'm thinking about changing to St Kilda. I I think Fremantle are one of the hardest teams to they're rate the, this season. They're the best coach team in the comp. Possibly. Yep. Possibly. Are we nearly done there? Yeah. So just last night, Carlton matched at a dollar o two. Amazingly. Oh, my, before the, the draw, who Rich, takes Carlton to dollar o two? Richmond at dollar thirty seven. You crook. So call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Richmond at dollar thirty seven. I've got some Brownlow stats if you want to talk Brownlow. I'm going to be doing this throughout Sunday, Betfair Edge and, and whatnot as well. Right, let's go quick Brownlow stats here. Well, polling history. So Lockie Neal, we both like for the Brownlow, and he's um, cost me twenty five last year. Twenty five dollars. That's big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting the market up, but you like him this year? Yep. yep. Proven poll getter. Dunkley will take also. Um, a little bit of pressure off him in the midfield to, to actually free him up. So I think he's going to poll more. You think he's going to poll more? Well, he is currently um, just getting the market up. He's currently $10 at the moment. It will be better than that. You get, uh, you can ask up to $16. But Started he, like a train last year, remember? Last time Brisbane played Port Adelaide, he had 31 disposals, no goals. Before that, he had 29 and one goal, one uh, polled three Brownlow votes. So he's polled uh, seven Brownlow votes the last six games. Five games they've played Port Adelaide. So he polls historically well and the, against Port. The last time I think that they actually went with a hard tag, they put Cam Sutcliffe, I think, from memory on him. And everyone blew it up because they were into each other, but no one realised that um, Lockie was Cam Sutcliffe's best man at his wedding. Oh, there you go. So they made a big do about it, saying, oh, geez, they must hate each other. And they, the boys were just laughing in the background going, well, I was best man at his wedding, mate. I like that. That's a good, good stat. Clayton Oliver versus um, Bulldogs, which is an interesting game, obviously. He's a bull. Last few games, he's had 28 against Melbourne. He's had 32, sorry, 28 against Bulldogs, 32, 38, 33 going back. He's polled three Brownlow votes back in round 11, 2021. Um, and one Brownlow vote in the same year in 2021. So last couple of games he hasn't polled. He's probably due. Interestingly, Petraka hasn't polled against the Bulldogs ever, but he did get a Norm Smith. So that's <laughs> an interesting stat. He's had 20, he had two games ago, he had 38 and two goals, one didn't poll. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. So I'll be doing some Brownlow analysis throughout the year and looking to trade and... Well, I'm looking forward. I think you and I need to do the Brownlow show this year. I would like to do that, From yeah. the red carpet, you and I... And do it throughout the, throughout the season as well, because yep. I think there's value to be had. Now, so we're, we're taking we're taking Neil. Anyone else at overs that we need to take that we could probably back to lay? I don't know if Crips Cripp, played well. What's played the, well last what's night? The bond, I don't know if what he price the bond? Bond's about ten or eleven dollars. I think he'll shorten at some point. Yeah, so there's a few that I've put up some prices for, but um, Took Miller's an interesting one. Now, just on the just on the overall season. Geelong's had 13 top four finishes in 16 years. They've only missed the eight once, and they're currently on an 18, a 16-game winning streak. So that's a phenomenal effort from Geelong. Colling- and, they've, and they've got better. Collingwood last year won 11 games um, that were decided by 12 points or less. Means nothing, that. Your win is a win, and I'm absolutely sick to death of people bringing this up. Well, oh, Collingwood only won them by small margins, so next year... They'll be no good. Oh, I've is laid the them for biggest, the top eight. Jump on and back them. Yeah, is the biggest load of BS. Put your money I've where your mouth heard. is and back them for the Mate, top eight. Take me win, on. A win is a win, whether you win by one point or sixty points. You can't go. Oh, well, she's had so many close wins. It's like saying 
The Crows last well, that's year. That's why percentage is important, though. No, Crows last year had four wins, and two of them, uh, no, uh, had four wins against the bottom two sides. Two against North Melbourne, and two of them against West Coast Eagles. Now that's saying, oh, well, they only beat bad sides, so that this year they'd be bad. Well, everyone's saying they're going to be good. There's so, narratives everywhere, mate. Mate, it's a load of saying they only won close games, so they're going to drop. They'll lose them. There this is a year. bit of luck in it's close the games. Dumbest thing a supporter or anyone in the AFL oh, can don't say. Don't give it me that. You put it on the label. Well, take me on. Put your money where your mouth is. Dumb. Back them to make the top eight. I've laid them. They've I've lost a prelim to by a kick, four. mate. They're a good team. They won't make the top four, so lay them. You can back them. Um, Sydney, the only team to finish top four the year after losing a grand final by 40 points or more. And that was in um, 2015. That's, since, two, that's since 1995. That was since 2015 they did that. Yep. They need to do it again, obviously, this year. Hey, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, we'll get stuck into the racing. We'll start with... Mooney Valley, nice and short. Then we've got the five group ones at Ramwick. This is Rose the Betfair Edge. Yep. Uh, always do that. Yeah, Rose Hill. Rose Hill. Uh, find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way and gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome back to the Betfair Edge. You can back all lay this way on the Autumn Carnival, all the AFL play your way with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Also, uh, do you want to win $500 playing Betfair Survivor? What you need to do is pick a place getter in every race at Mooney Valley tomorrow for your chance to win. And don't forget to include your lay of the day, which can be the decider for our winner. You can tip now by heading to sensurvivor.com.au. And last week's winner was Nick Craven, who won via his lay of the day, Is It Me, in Rakes 9 with the shortest odds. Great stuff, Nico. So head to sensurvivor.com.au. We've also got an SEN multi up, don't we? We do. I'm fair to come to the U. Geelong West Collingwood tonight coming up. So if you'd like Collingwood to win, you think Nick Day costs to go away crisp or Guthrie will have 20-plus disposals. You're getting $5. Betfair, if you think Geelong will win or you don't think one of those will get 20-plus, lay them. Miles, who are you backing or laying that multi? Uh, I'll back the multi. Are you well, no, Collingwood well, actually, to win? I'd, yeah, uh, no, not not to win. Not Collingwood to win. Well, that's that was the first. What was it again? Collingwood win. Dacos, Degoe, Chris, Oh, no, laying Guthrie. the multi, laying the multi. Yeah, yep. all 20 plus. Uh, let's get into Mooney Valley. We're going to do it short, sharp and shiny with Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock for the Betfair Edge. And we start up with this. You got to know when to hold Let's get straight into it. Tomo's going to tell me when we're up to about five or six minutes anyway, but we'll go to Mooney Valley race number one. Uh, Midwest should be winning it. My numero uno, the only danger, but G2 short. Really interesting because what's going to happen, Miles, is they're going to put a lot of water on the track early because it's going to dry out very, very quickly. So um, Midwest, it might not be as rock hard, but I think it'll be leaderish. Midwest is going to be mighty hard to beat. Fair. Just before I say this is I'm not playing so small at Mooney Valley. It's not even funny. This is a dangerous, dangerous meeting. Uh, race number two over the 1200 BM70, uh, 4-1-2, hard, this. Yeah, I'll skip over the next couple. Uh, race three, no, I want to I want to play here. Somerville, nice and early. Good draw, Blake Shin. This is my best of the day there. Ooh. Yep, Somerville, uh, the five. About race 2 or 60, betfair.com to you. Yep, race three, number five, Somerville is going to be my best of the day. Get to the front, dictate in the Mystic Journey, should be winning, bolted in their last start. Uh, race number four, this is the Vobis Gold Reef. Um, I thought uh, probably a two-horse race, really. Uh, I thought Bel Air and She's a Tempest down the bottom for Mickey Paul and Greg Urell. They were the two for mine. Nothing for me. 
race number five. Uh, I'm with Munamek and then saving Rizan, the toppy. So but I think Munamek will win this, just depending on pattern. It does get back a bit, but has to be midfield. I might lay both of those two selections, Miles. I'll take you on. I, I think... Quality times, a horse to beat here. Lovely jump out, blinkers. Boys to Argent, I tipped it last start at 25s last week and it got scratched from Sydney and ends up here in a winnable race. Trialled up okay. Uh, might need further, but Tommy Tuplo, maybe quality time from Boys to Argent. Let's go to the Able Stakes, race number six. And I really looked long and hard at this race. There are horses in here, like Lombardo's won a group one. Um, Duel's been in some good races. Maliva's been in good races. Frankie Pino's been in some as well. I've just got to go with the horse, I think, that can jump, get to the front and dictate. And a, and a horse, I'm big on horses that love the valley. If you love the valley, it adds a length and a half to two lengths, I think. So in the boat for me, my next best of the day. Um, oh, gee, you're a brave man. This is an impossible race. There's so much speed in this race, Miles. you got in the boat out wide. you got Zool will kick up. I Am War will follow him across and can lead with the apprentice on. It's just, and then you got Imperial Lad, Lombardo, Lady of Honor, Maliva. Um, speed on speed here. In the boat might be gone. Maliva three goes at the track, never won. Um, in the boat might be gone. His best is good enough to win, and he gets so much pressure on here. I've got no idea. Lady of Honor doesn't have the figures um, to win, but she probably maps really well. And then you got Dool, who's awfully off at the handicaps. Um, gets 24 handicap rating points worse than Maliva. Miles and carries the same weight, um, but gets map favours. I've got no idea. Duel's probably the only danger, I think, I in could, my opinion. I could lay three horses here. I don't know. Are you, laying, my, are you laying in the boat? More, I'd be more inclined to lay in the boat than back it, yes. You're laying everything I'm touching. Jump out was okay. Let's go to the All-Star Mile. We'll spend a bit of time. Um, uh, I'm just shopping value here. I, I mean, you want to talk about some pressure. I think Alligator Blood's going to get it. Um Keats, is, they've openly said they're just going to bowl out with Keats. You've got other horses like Gentleman Roy, um, Alligator Blood. They're all going to bolt to the front. The, horse, the horses that are going to get the gun runs are Nugget, two pairs back, or a pair or two pairs back the fence. Um, roll along. 20s is ridiculous. 480, the price is ridiculous. Just back the overs. And the 15, she's a belter. Love the quick backup. Love the 15 to the 1600. I don't mind the wide draw here with a light weight and pike on. I think he can scrub this thing. So I'm backing Nugget and she's a belter. Outside of that, I mean, take your pick. Um, yeah, I'm just going to take the two at overs. I reckon there's a long tail to this race and your two probably make up the tail, to be honest, Miles. Um, what? Yep. Why are you just going against everything I like today? Oh, are you going to have an opinion? Fired up. I've got an opinion. I'm going against you. Keats rolls forward here, puts a lot of pressure on. Gendermore and Roy That's what I said. settles outside. I think Alligator Blood could easily slot 1-1 here. Best horse in race. Hard to beat, clearly, on top. But in saying that, I think Mr. Brightside might be the bet. Um, ran the what? fastest final tournament of the lead-up. I think they're clearly... Clearly the right form line. I'm Thunderstruck settles potentially outside Mr. Brightside. I wouldn't be surprised if Nugget settles in front. The only query with Mr. Brightside is he loves Mooney Valley and he's flying. As I said, he ran the fastest final tournament, but he might have a couple of horses falling back in his lap drawn inside, and that's a huge concern for me. But if he gets any luck, he's a great bet each way. Alligator Blood on top from Mr. Brightside on Thunderstruck, and then the only other one I could entertain is the International. Um, that's the way I see it. Uh, race number eight. This is a Typhoon Tracy, a really good race. I think 12 Parisial has to be in your market. Uh, we Nessie and My Bella May. Probably, I'm not laying My Bella May, but 
I'm going to work between those three. Perizial on top. I'm laying my bet on May. One five from six, but the form doesn't stack up overly strongly. I messaged Terry late the other day, and he agreed with me. Um, Snipperucci's come out and only ran fairly since. He just said the form doesn't stack up. This stable don't travel their horses very often at all. It's a long trip. We've seen a few WA horses come over of late miles and run poorly. Love it how that trainer's just completely wasted his time. All he needed to do was ask you and Terry. Yep. Uh, yep. Laying... Drawn, no, well, more so about the barrier. Drawn barrier 12 gets back and wide. I'm expecting to be on speed and inside. So that makes it tricky. And that opens up uh, plenty of betting opportunities. Paracel deserved favourite. It's not at the moment. I think I'll be laying my Bellamy. Paris, Paracel should be favourite. Yep. Paris, yours in the mix. My nice bet, the maps really well as Ladunces Rouge. Um, led faster than, yep. four lengths faster than tempo to the 600 last start. Stuck on okay. Third up. Stable gets some fitter third up. Barrier one and leading on a firm. Mooney Valley track. Um, I love that setup. So she's a bet. And the other one, a huge price if they are making ground, Mumbai Jewel. She's actually beaten Ladunces Rouge, Wee Nessie, Lady Laguna in the past in the Thoroughbred Club back in October. Um, she's 46 and trialed really well. So she's a huge price. Can't let my horse Grease go around at $26. I don't think it'll get a start. I said never, I said never again. I don't no. think it gets a start. That's the I, I won't be following her for some time. Uh, race number nine, the Alistair Clark over the 2040. Uh, good little race this. Um, I found it very difficult. Ended up landing on Japanese Emperor, but uh, I am two one three seven five. Um, I'll be very wide in my quaddy. Um, won't be having an individual bet. I will be going wide in my quad. Japanese Emperor of all horses. Um, I think he's too short. I think Amenable's a horse to follow out of the Australian Guineas. Um, I know Bank Moore in the fastest final two hundred meters, but Amenable. If you watch the last 50 to 20, was going past Bankmore on the line, really hit the line, was caught up in a bit of interference before that. Um, Amenable's the horse I want to take out of that Australian Guineas, but I'm having a, a Tommy two plate down the bottom at two at big prices. Um, the Ma Eustace camper got Mr. Fabulous. This horse was 1,500 up to 2040 last start, ran the second fastest final 200 metres of the day. Um, I know it's hard to go from a Benella Maiden to uh, a group two, but for us to do that, run the second fastest final 200 metres of the day over 2040 at second start. That is a huge. Um, we need numbers when you do them too. That's number tick. nine. That's for number nine, Mister Fabulous. Yep. Uh, great bet. And CR seven. This horse should have won last start. Should have been undefeated. Um, benchmark 64 is tough, but I like this horse as well. So numbers nine and ten in race nine. And the Ladbrokes Country Mile. Uh, British Columbia has to be respected, but my value of the day is going to be the one. Kokoi, or however you say it. Quay Quay. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Quay Quay. Uh, map. Um, look, the winner, Ballarat, I thought was good enough. You're getting over. You're getting an each way So price. inconsistent, that horse. I've got no idea which Quay Quay turns up. Um, no, no bet for me. Two from four, third up, that horse is. Mm. Uh, and it's uh, it's run okay at the track, so value for me. Let's jump to a break. On the other side, the five group ones at Randwick coming at you this year. Rose Hill. Oh. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll just I'll say it every week. <laughs> I'll say it every week. Uh, at Rose Hill, Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. And don't forget, you can play your way this autumn carnival by backing and laying bets at Betfair Gamble responsibly. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. And find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way and, as always, gamble responsibly. Don't forget, bet, play Betfair Survivor. Just pick a place getter in every race at Mooney Valley uh, for your chance to win $500. Go to sensurvivor.com.au. Make sure you put your lay in there. That decides a winner if we need to. So 
SEN Survivor uh, for Mooney Valley. That simple. Chance to win 500. Easy as. Time for our second card of the week, which means this. You got to know. Uh, no time for you today, Kenny. <laughs> no time for you today, Kenny boy. All right, right, let's get straight into it. Rose Hill. Rose, Rose Hill. Hill. Midway, uh, midway, get in the sea. Yeah, nothing for me. Laying the midway. Yep. Race two. Uh, I thought the five to maybe beat the two, uh, to beat the, the four, sorry. Um, yeah, one and two aren't the worst. Tough. Ma Eustace, five of the 11 runners. And amazingly, Waller only has one. Sir Loken on top for me, $4.50, like that last start win. Um, high emotion, probably needs wet and a higher pressure race. Um, glory days, probably in the mix, but just thought the better value was with Sir Lucan. I'm putting myself in the lay bin because I've started with race two in here because I've left the midway out. So my numbers are 4 3 1. I, oh. thought, I thought I was reading. Um, I had no idea where you're going the with The midway numbers. Yep. Yeah. 4 3 1 are the numbers there. So glory days, high emotion, Sir Lucan. No, high emotion. I'm worried about the firm track. Race three, this is where I'm with the five each way, which is Biscayne Bay, uh, I think can run. And then two and seven, Thalassophile and Pink Ivory. I'm absolutely penning and laying that Thalassophile um, Pink Ivory form line leading in, and I've gone with Supergirl. I think she's one of the better bets of the program here. Love the trial. Um, the stable's airborne, running through brick walls. Um, and I've just, I'm completely, like Thalassophile and Pink Ivory form. Pink Ivory got close to Thalassophile, probably could, could have won, and was $51. Bunch finish. I'm happy to be against that form. Supergirl brings different form and flying. Do you want to speak first so that everything that I mentioned you can't just take on? Like everything? I'm just laying, laying your got selections one, all day. I've only got to have one winner and I'm and then I can just rinse you. Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish. I'm laying everything you're saying. Uh, let's go to race number four. Um, I think in this man's always an elliptical both look bets. Um, you could probably say Pericles if you want, but I thought... Uh, elliptical is probably the one on top. Man's always looked overs and uh, Pericles to round it out. Man's always probably better over the 2,400 miles. Um, ran really well last start and good late sectionals. Ran the third it's fastest. It's my derby tip and third, your derby it is tip. The, it's the derby horse profiling that way. I think the 2,000 might be a bit sharp. Lindemann, Williamsburg, Machalate and Man's always all thumb through that um, round with guineas. Now, elliptical actually ties in, beat the same horses Lindemann did in that spring champion, group one in the spring. Um, blinkers off, tongue tie on, inside barrier. I thought Elliptical was playing last up, but those gear changes can spark a lot of improvement. Pericles is probably the one that um, brings that different form and the one I want to be with here if I'm betting. Um, $2.80 on Betfair. Probably about the right price. Elliptical in for second. Not a strong betting race for me. Uh, that was the Rose Hill Guineas. We go now to the uh, Derby Munro. Mate, hard as I wrote here. 97541, no clue. Uh, yes, I'm against the dashing legend, uh, economics form line. Economics opened a stupid price at the corporates, $4-ish, um, ridiculous price. Lay that all day just because J-Mac's riding. He was mapped awkwardly last start, a bit unlucky, but he gets a similar map here and dashing legend annihilated them, really bunch finishing behind. I'm happy to pen that form. I went looking for different form again, Miles. Yes. Well, if I want to ask your thoughts here on Natuno. Fascinating runner. Now... His trial was okay. He has the ability, but the wide draw doesn't help. Fast Rose Hill surface over 1,200 from the shoot. That's a huge concern for me. I don't know where he gets to in the map, but his best is good enough um, for sure. I think he's a very good horse. I'm oh. with Hell I Am yep. here, Miles, um, number seven. I'm on at 15, so I can lay off late because he's continued to firm. He's a real freshie. He won the Wyong 
Magic Millions race first up last campaign. He'll be charging over the top of them, and um, I think he's a good each way play. Race five, number seven, Hell I Am. Nibble Natuno for me because it's so hard that race. I'll be Ra- laying economics. Race six, the Ranvet over the 2000. Uh, well, Gold Trip, Mwanga, Hinged. We see all the big boys back. I'm probably going to lean towards, I know this might sound crazy, but I might lean towards Mwanga here. It doesn't sound crazy. You're in, in love with that stable. Um, I, I am. Um, I'm going to lean towards Mwanga here, yep. just with a little bit of sting out. 2-1-8 for me, but gee, any three of those can win. I don't Once think there'll be any I'm, sting out. I'm not launching here. The huge concern in this race is the map, Miles, because uh, Hinge went back from a wide barrier last start and probably rolls forward here, I think, with McDonald on barrier one. Mwanga can settle outside at no speed on paper. I, I tip protagonist last start, Miles, and I think Dubai Honours a better horse, and I think he'll be winning this. I'm more inclined to lay. Mwanga hasn't won since... Glenn Ingram had hair. Um, so, yeah, I think Moonga's too short. Surprise his favourite. Gold Trip was enormous last start, chasing what many thought was a hot speed, but he didn't actually run faster than benchmark um, to the 600 Gold Trip. But his late sectionals were fantastic. He ran the, the fourth fastest final 200 metres of the meeting, and his final 800 metres was the fastest of the meeting, um, amazingly. So he's savaged the line. He's come back in really good order. I think him and Dubai Honor are better horses than Moonga, and I'm happy to be with those two against Moonga. Uh, we've got a race number seven, uh, Animo, gate 11, $1.60. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm just going to back Artorias and Fangirl Small, hope for the best. Are you going to lay Animo at a dollar eighty? No, 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 no. No? No, no, no. I'm not an idiot. What we saw during the week might make things interesting with James McDonald getting off. Now, we saw a lot of these jockeys come out and pop the decision and have a laugh. Now, do they make Animo work for once? That's the query. So does Brenton Abdullah, I'd love to see it because these jockeys just sit in Sydney and ride to the maps and play nice guys and let everyone in and ride for fun. Animo draws wide for the first time. He's drawn a double-figure barrier for the first time in at least three campaigns. Um, Artorias might be the bet for me if... I'm playing here, but I don't really like the race that much. Hattoris just brings different form. He owes me nothing after that last start win. And yeah, 1500 is a new challenge, but I think he might be the play. That was the George Ryder now into the slipper. Um, are you in the cylinder camp or not? Now, oh, we're going to talk about this in a little bit about laying cylinder because a lot of people, they've taken the 51. So you can guarantee, or 50s, you can guarantee yourself a return on cylinder if you followed Gareth's show. Uh, and Tommy's going to tell you how. But... In this, um, I am playing um, a couple down the bottom. Learning to fly. I've had it the entire time. I'm happy to stick. And Steel City's got the greatest gate 15 in, in slipper history. It'll just get a track across from Red Resistance. I'm getting really good prices, both of those. I think King's Gambit, um, Red Resistance, Don Corleone are the other, and Cylinder are the other ones that can win. But I'm going to... Maybe even shop King's Gambit double figures, but learning to fly and uh, and Steel City double figures for mine and just take the overs and hope for the best. Uh, I think Facile, not sure if running. I'm hearing rumours that it's out, if not if it's not already um, by the time this airs. But Steel City, obviously, Red Resistance follows Steel City across, draws outside. I think Red no, Resistance... No, 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 no. I bet... No, no, no. It won't be following... Well, it's drawn outside it. So I, what's it going to do? I, I know. Red Resistance will cross and it'll yeah. follow Red Resistance wherever it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Still City Resist- will follow Red Resistance. But Red Resistance will follow Still City across early and then take over. Facile's an interesting run. I, I prefer Facile actually running here for Still City's chances. I think Still City can follow Facile across and they'll let Red Resistance cross uh, and settle outside Facile. Exploring rolls forward as well. Cylinder are learning to fly the two map horses here. They map superbly. I 
I've got, I'll be tipping Cylinder on top. He tips so many boxes. What he doesn't tick is a high pressure, big field race, um, but he maps so well here. He's got to be hard to beat. I, in saying that, I don't really want to back him. Uh, I just think he's well found. Um, I'm with Still City, maybe King's Gambit. If I'm betting, I can make a case for plenty of these, Moss. The Galaxy, if it's leaderish uh, or not, I'm just two from the six. They're the two. Uncommon James has a four. Yeah, I think that's the right form line. Uh, I agree with you. I've got Uncommon James on top from Asfura Shades of Rose, the X Factor, and I don't want to lose if she wins because she's got a lot of ability. The last is uh, hard as three, fourteen, seven, six. Um, no, better the day here. Race ten, number one, Palazzo Pan. Um, trialed enormous. She's better than these. She maps perfectly. She's the best seven dollar fifty shot I've seen in a long time each way. Let's go to a break on the other side of this. Our best bets lay that day. Tommy will tell you how to make money out of cylinder if you took the fifties. Find better rods on the footy. Get bet fair and play your way. As always, gamble responsibly. Bet fair edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 Super short on time. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. Don't forget, SEN Survivor. Go to sensurvivor.com.au. All thanks to Betfair, win 500. Place get at every race at Mooney Valley. That simple. Uh, Tommy, you've also got SEN Multi. Very quickly. We have up on betfair.com.au. Collingwood win tonight and then a few other players to possessions uh, above 20. So back or lie that. Uh, let's go to best bets. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Don't have time for the full stinger today, uh, <laughs> Rotto. Uh, best, Valley Rose Hill, let's go. I've got three bests at Rose Hill. Race three, number nine, Supergirl each way. I think it's very hard to beat. Race five, number seven, Hell I Am. And my best comes up in the last. Race 10 at number one, Palazapan each way. Maps world-class horse. She's going to be mighty hard to beat this mare. I think it's super tough. Rose Hill, my best to be race two, number four, Glory Days. You know I'm shopping value later. Value win the slipper. Um, I'll be taking Elliptical and Manzois to beat Pericles, I think it was. Um, I'm just going to be shopping Valley all day. And then at Mooney Valley, race three, number five, Summerbill. That will be my best. Uh, and then probably a value one is, you know, race 10, number one, Koi Koi, but not that confident of Valley either. Everyone knows I hate it. But the two best, race three, number five, Valley, and race two, number four, Rose Hill. Hey, a lot of people on Gareth's show took $50 about Cylinder. Can you quickly explain to them in 20 seconds how to make money off laying that bet out and guaranteeing yourself a return. Yes, so you would have had $50, say $50 on cylinder at 50, so a profit of 2,450 miles. You can jump on betfair.com.au and press the pink button. You could actually have 500 and lay cylinder at 500 at $5.70 per se, and that locks you in for a profit of $450 or $600. Um, so just press the pink button and um, lay, and you make profit either way. That's what Trading. it's all about is hedging, isn't it? Yes. Hey, Tommy, you and I are off to the footy now. We are. I've got a couple of lays. I'm laying yep. Zapoteo in the last. I'm laying Economics as well, and I'm laying Mwanga. Yeah, Rose Hill. I'll just lay anything that's under a dollar seventy all anything day. Anything you tip today. I'm anything you. that's under a dollar seventy for the entire day lay, because um, <laughs> I think by the end of the day you will be in front. Uh, so we've got time for all things to the Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way, gamble responsibly.